Say what the business be like. I had to start the show with some player fly today, man. I had to show, start the show with some player fly today, man. If you've been listening over the years, you know that's one of my favorite artists anyway. Out the South for sure. You know what I'm saying? The man can do a whole bumping ass song and don't cuss. Or he will cuss. It just depends on how he feeling. But shout out to player fly, Bill Chill, the late great Bill Chill. And I started the show with Player Fly today because I watched his interview on the 85 South show. Like, I didn't see him on on a Off the Porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. That was cool. It's like 25, 30 minutes. But he had like two hours on the 85 South show, which is him and Carlos Miller, man. And like, Carlos Miller, first of all, is, your, is everybody's country cousin. You know what I'm saying? He from Mississippi. Player fly from Memphis. I'm from West Tennessee, about 50 miles north of Memphis. So, you know, everybody like cousins down here in the southeast and the mid-south. So, it's just, it, I love to see it because, hell, you know, I grew up listening to fly, still listening to fly. And to see his, to see him still here. Because if you if you ain't never heard of the, the man that I was just playing, Player Fly, just YouTube him. You know what I'm saying? YouTube, Player Fly. But in the interview, he talked about, you know, his drug use. <laughs> he, he's not ashamed of his drug use. That's for sure. He ain't, he ain't embarrassed about it. That's part of his act. That's part of who he is, is his drug use. You know what I'm saying? That's what he do. Funk and Buck. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. He been he been rapping about snorting powder since he first started in the rap game. You know what I'm saying? Like since he first started in the rap game, he been talking about it. And in the interview on the 85 South show, he go in more depth. You know what I'm saying? He he talked more about it, how he started when he was 15. And, you know, doing he was doing drugs with his daddy. His mama was a drug trafficker. He ain't really grow up with his mama. Miss Minnie May, if you ever heard him rap, you know, he talk about his grandmama all the time, Minnie May. That's who raised him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you go from hearing him talk, well, hearing him rap to getting a glimpse in his life, how he started, the triple six uh, beef or whatnot, and, you know, being independent his whole career and owning his masters and, you know, 
rocking with some of the younger Memphis artists and all that. He's 43 years old. He's still, he's still on that bay now. He's still on that funk. He talk about, you know, let me just, I ain't going to really talk about it too much. I'm going to just let y'all hear him in his own words. That, that way you can kind of understand where I'm going if you ain't never heard of Player Fly. Fuck me all the way up, man. Well, I'm going to snow cocaine for the rest of my life. It made me feel real good the moment that I get it. It changed my life. As I start to break down that snow, powder goes up my nose to my brain blowing my mind. Just a kid on the street at the age of 15 in SPV, Tennessee. I feel so deep in love with clean. I promise my heart to God that fly will never stop. Snorting blow. Don't give a damn if everybody knows. And I'm not gonna let it go. So let me snow me some blow. I'm snorting with the man in the mirror. Himself. I'm snorting on the best cocaine. Myself. And don't give a damn if you don't snort, nigga. It's a play of fly world. I'm gonna do my thing and my thing is snorting and powder cocaine. Hey, he got a second verse. You got a second verse. Hold on, here it comes. Uh huh. Can I do the second verse? Go ahead. Addicted to that dust. They say I blow too much. I say that I'm living life. I never broke in no one's home. I never needed a loan. I keep it G. It wouldn't be me pretending that please I don't blow. But when I hit that star, I'm higher than the stars where you can't see. I feel like my God made it just for me. And fly, I don't care what you think. That's why I'm snorting with me. I'm snorting. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> hey! I don't care what nobody say. That nigga bump man in the mirror, man. He finna snap. He turned up. He turned up. That nigga made fly snap. That nigga made fly snap. But look though, he he did that. See, first of all, that was old right there. That, I mean, well, he did it on the show. They just put out, but he did it on his IG live. I want to say last year or early this year, and I heard it then, and I was like, "Damn, this bumping!" Like, bro, look, he said he was a big Michael Jackson fan, and that's where it came from. And he just, you know, he made his own version, but he explained, you know, hey, he ain't never had to rob nobody, he ain't never needed no money from nobody. He did it, you know, he he do his habit on his own. He claimed he controlled his habit. He done made it this far, you know. We shall see. We shall see. He done made it this far. And I want to say shout out to all the new listeners, old listeners. Wherever you may be, however you may be, appreciate you tuning in to the BTSE 365 podcast. Shout out to everybody across the globe. Uh, Man, you know I got to give my... My shout-outs to the states and the countries 
If my if my computer act right, I can get that to you. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. We just going to go the last 30 days. The job. I don't even know where that is, but shout out to them. It's overseas somewhere. Columbus, Georgia, Houston, Texas, Atlanta, Dallas, Detroit, Chicago, Charlotte, Cashville, M-Town, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Birmingham, Alabama, St. Louis, Austin, Texas, Philly, Clarksville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, what up, Naptown, MIAO, Tampa, Florida, Las Vegas. Hey, Las Vegas, what's happening? I'm going to be out there soon. Now, I'm trying to link up with some folks, man. I got to get something going. If you're listening, email your boy, inbox your boy on IG at BTSE underscore 365 or email me at BTSE365 at gmail.com. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah, play a fly. I'm just happy the brother getting his flowers. You know what I'm saying? I think he he um, he um was before his time. Made a lot of great music. You know, his first three, four albums, they platinum in the streets in the South for sure. I think Gucci Mane was one of the first major artists I ever heard say anything about Player Fly in a positive light. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he shouted him out in one of his interviews, and I thought that was real dope, you know? But, again, I'm just happy the brother able to get his flowers. And he putting out, you know, re-putting re out music and new music and stuff like that. So, it's cool. It's, it's, it's real cool. But, uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to some sports, man. She got game league. Shout out to CC, the CEO. She's brought it on the road to Chicago. She started out in Memphis. Now they in the Ville. And yours truly is the announcer for the game. So y'all come out to the Bass Street Church, 3447 Brick Church Pike, Nashville, Tennessee, every Sunday between now and October 10th. And, yeah, we are going up live. Games at 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock. So after whatever you're doing that day, bring the family out, bring the kids out, family-friendly environment. They got concessions, great basketball, great women's basketball, semi-pro league in Nashville. It's a beautiful thing. Week one is in the books. Great turnout, great games. The women played hard. Um, I'm just, I mean, the crowd was into it. They was on the ref's ass. Was a few questionable calls, but you know, I, 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 I ain't got no dog in that fight. But yes, and season five in Memphis. Is up and going, and they come into Huntsville, Alabama, too. Don't tell nobody you heard that from me first, but it's it's on the way. It's on the way. But, yeah, shout out to the She Got Game League. So happy for my friend. She doing a great job. Shout out to Pace, the commissioner of the Nashville League. It's a, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Shout out to all the sponsors. Ollie Lifestyle, for the, uh, Grind City Kicks, Leland for President, Few different people, few different people. It's it's a lot of them. T Mobile. It's a lot of them out there. Sticking with the basketball theme, let's talk about this Draymond Green and Kevin Durant staged interview. Two people who are clearly friends um, did an interview talking about a lot of things. You know, Kevin's basketball upbringing and why he ain't got no kids yet. And, 
But really, the the thing that most people are talking about in the mainstream was what the fuck happened when when him and KD got into it, when Dr- him and Draymond got into it. And pretty much KD and Draymond both said, man, it was cool, but the team should have handled it different. Steve Kerr and Bob Myers could have done a better job of handling it. it they should have been more involved or whatever. And, and everybody on TV is like, I don't understand. And I ain't going to flex. Normally, I don't really go with what most people are saying, especially on television with these talking heads. But I'm thinking the same thing because when I watched it yesterday, I was like, how is it the team's fault? Like, what did the team – maybe mm, – excuse me. Maybe it was – maybe they should have elaborated some more. Maybe it was the narrative that was out there, like you they picking a side – well, we gonna suspend Draymond. We picking KD's side, but if that ain't the case, then what's the problem? Like, I don't understand how that's the team fault. You know, like what what could they have done? Like, what what could they have done differently? I don't I don't get it. I wish they would have expound and spoke more on how it's the team's fault. Like, what would you have had them happen? What would excuse me? What would you have had them do? differently than what they did. I mean, what, what you want them to do? They suspended him for a game. Maybe you didn't want them to suspend him for a game. But he claimed that's the reason why he left. It's because of how they handled it. Not because he got hurt and they didn't win a championship and Clay got hurt and they didn't win a championship, but because the team mishandled the situation. They didn't come out, I don't know, maybe he wanted them to make some kind of statement he said, Steve Kerr, act like nothing happened. But Bob Myers suspended Draymond. I don't understand myself. I was confused. Still confused. Don't know what I'm going to do. No, I'm just playing. But for real, though, like, I, I don't get it. Like, I never, I never understood that. Like, I, I, I still, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Let me, you know, since I don't understand I'm just going to play some music. I'm going to take a quick break. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. Appreciate y'all. Stay with me. Hey, Yonzo, turn up on it, yeah. Pull up your shirt, baby. Show me my titties. Come drive my boat. Want to see you get litty. Told her call off and I sent her a 50. Her real body bad. She know she can get it. Twitch on my pivot. She like how I'm dripping. Pull up my diaper. That boy looking shitty. Cruising the block trying to flip up my digit. I'm straight out the mud. The Hardaway penny. I ain't talking football sacks in the field. First nigga play first nigga getting killed. I don't ever put no trust in him. I'm for real. Came at her penis but she kept on the heels. I'ma push the blood and make the wheel go faster. Whipping on baby. She calling me master. I got on watching. Ain't talking no plasma. Beat her out of breath. Think she got asthma. Boy got a bag or huh? Too much drip till I'm back or uh. Yeah, I was down, but I'm back or uh. Running through them features, got my cash or uh. Yeah, pink and ring glitching, she thinking I'm pimping. I got them wings, I'm breaking them chickens. Hot with the salt, boy, you see how I'm dripping. They pay for my words, they paying attention. Me and my nigga got plugs in the rip. Tell me what you need, I'm the plug in the tip. Pull up in that white thing, looking like milk. Strap in my pocket, got a ton on my hip. How you fall in love with the bitch? She a thot thot, running up a check. Niggas know I keep a big knife. Say you wanna play, tell a fuck, nigga, bad night. Pull up at the trap, I got three different trap spots. Pumping out gas like Exxon. While the music's still going, I want to shout out Upkeep Cleaning Service. Best cleaning service in West Tennessee. Best cleaning service in the state of Tennessee. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> you know, I, I, I appreciate them. I trust them with 
any and all of my cleaning services, residential or commercial. You feel me? Residential or commercial. Upkeep cleaning service. Y'all make sure y'all keep them booming. Keep it booming, you know. Big, if you're a big Crit fan like myself, then you understand that he didn't have all his works streaming. But oh, earlier this week, or was it last week? I can't even remember. I just know he dropped them all. Just keep it booming off. It's better this way, and I don't care what nobody say. That's probably my. That's in my top three favorite Crit projects. Top three favorite because. I was in a dark, dark place when that junk came out. And I just remember it got me through. No pun intended, because he got a song that called Got Me Through. It really got me through. Okay, I finally figured out where that one city was. Najaf, it's in Iraq. So shout out to my Iraq listeners over the last 30 days. Puerto Rico, Canada, Germany, Spain, Brazil, Belgium, Australia, Kenya, the Netherlands, South Africa. Taiwan and Thailand, just to name a few. We worldwide, baby. My loyal listeners, I appreciate y'all. I, I swear I do. I swear for God I do. We're going to keep it on the NBA scene for a minute. They didn't they drop the Christmas schedule. They didn't, they, they didn't, you know, preseason schedules have dropped. Summer League wrapped up. Davion Mitchell and I didn't forget my guy name, uh, Cunningham, I believe, were – no, I'm sorry, Jalen. Jalen. Yeah, Jalen Jones. They were the co-MVPs of the Summer League. So, shout out to them. But I keep hearing all this buzz about, will the Lakers be a championship team? Are they really a championship team? And I'm nowhere near a Lakers fan. If you didn't watch, listen to this show, follow me on social media, no, I ain't really no Lakers fan. But the way that team is constructed, if the coach don't fuck it up, and all things being considered, people healthy at the right times, legitimately healthy and not just kind of healthy, I don't see a team beating them in seven games. I know what they're saying about Brooklyn, but Brooklyn is top-heavy. Brooklyn is top heavy, even if they make it to the finals. Whew, they top heavy. They got a couple of rookies, but where the vet, you know what I'm saying? Where the vets off the bench? 
Who you got? I mean, again, top heavy. Three of the top ten offensive weapons in the league. But they top heavy with a young, inexperienced head coach. Yeah, he got one year under his belt. Frank Vogel ain't the best, but he got a vet. You know what I'm saying? He got vets on his bench with him. And he got a ring now, too. Say what you want, but he got a ring now. And he got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. And we can't forget about them. See, everybody want to talk about Westbrook and Melo, and that's good in this age thing. But when they bring Horton, Nunn, and Malik Monk off that bench, it's going to be a problem, man, because Malik Monk is a hooper. He's from a little town in Arkansas. You don't hear nothing about Malik Monk doing much off the off the court. You know what I'm saying? He was a lottery pick, one of the top high school players in the country when he went to Kentucky, one and done. He can hoop, and that's what he do. He play ball. He's just trying to win. I'm telling you right now. The Lakers gonna be a problem, and and I and I don't care who they playing unless they playing Milwaukee, a healthy Milwaukee. I don't see nobody beating them. Like I don't, I just don't see nobody beating them. Call it what you want, I just don't see it. Moving on to the NFL, because you know, I'm sure most of my listeners keep up with the NFL just a little bit. Preseason is upon us. Week two of preseason games are coming up. Everybody in full tilt. Rookie quarterbacks doing their thing, making their moves. Justin Fields came out hot on Sunday, Saturday, whenever the game was, hell. Came out hot, 14 straight passes, ran for a touchdown. But he even tweaked his hamstring a little bit, so he's been held out of practice. He probably won't play this week. Andy Dalton said it's his time. Nigga, your time was eight, nine years ago. What the fuck is you talking about? It's your time. Your time is up, my nigga. Yeah, you had your time. I give it week four. Five, maybe. If you're two and three, you're going to the bench. Hell, even if you're two and two, you're probably going to the bench. Because Justin Fields ready to take over. Ain't nobody got time for you to be out here lollygagging and thinking you the man still. You got the $10 million. Hold that clipboard, my guy. You had your shot in Cincinnati. Didn't work out. Can't blame you for Dallas last year. COVID, offensive line fucked up. What are you going to do? Defense with Cyrus, motherfucker. That's an outlier. But right now, oh, no. Nah. They finna get number one the ball. He gonna go do his thing. They 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 been quarterback hungry in Chicago for long enough. They been needing a good quarterback long enough. Rex Grossman don't count. Caleb Haney don't count. Nick Foles don't count. Mitch Trubisky don't count. Let me. I mean, I'm just saying. Andy Dalton, you. Don't count, my guy. Another rookie quarterback looking to make his bones. 
Trey Lance. I watched the preseason game. Y'all know I'm a 49ers fan. Went 5-14. I'm going to do what a lot of talking heads do. Could have been 8-4-11. Three drops. I saw all three drops. Bad drops. Richie James, count your days, my guy. Count your days. Trey, he got it. But like most people have said, he need a little more time. He didn't play but one game last college season. So you go from playing in 2019 to playing one game in 2020 to now you're in the NFL. It's going to take this preseason for him to get his feet, you know what I'm saying, under him, get get his legs under him, get the speed, catch up to the speed because he still ain't used to college speed right now, really. So you go from playing in North Dakota State to playing in the NFL. Motherfuckers fast, man. You might be fast, you might be strong, but these motherfuckers out here fast and they get paid a lot of money to put you on your ass. He found that out over the weekend. The touchdown pass, his first play, great. But after that, what, 4 for 14? Like, hey, you took a couple, you took four sacks, got hit a few times, about six, seven times. He was behind a bad offensive line, playing against starters for the first quarter probably. Welcome to the NFL. But I'm telling you right now, if the 49ers are 2-2, two and two, it's the same shit, just like with the Bears. If they looking on the fringe, he getting put in after the bye week. Just that simple. Everybody can see it. Jimmy Garoppolo still throwing bogus-ass interceptions. Seen it today in their practice against the Chargers. He's still regular and let it Jimmy. So, if Trey Lance is ready by week six, there it is. I don't want it to happen. I want Jimmy to play lights out. I want everybody to stay healthy. I don't want to see Trey Lance start a game until 2022. But if he can't help you, <laughs> what are you going to do? Now onto a team that doesn't have these types of quarterback problems, but they got a quarterback problem. Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers. And I know I got some listeners who like Green Bay. A couple of close friends of mine, like brothers, love Green Bay. But I'm telling you right now, if Aaron Rodgers don't deliver on the Super Bowl with all these goddamn demands he got, you got to let him leave. Trade his ass. Whatever. Whatever the fuck you want to do. You doing all this woofing. Man, they let him go. They let him go. They did this. They did that. They didn't do this. I wanted that. Okay, my guy. Okay. The coach gone. They brought back Randall Cobb. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. You thought they brought back Antonio Freeman in his prime or something. Donald Driver in his prime or something. Dorsey Levins in his prime or something. Like, all right, cool. But now, what you going to do? Shit will get off the pot. Barbecue a meal, do. He entitled. Now, go do, go do your move. Now, you've been in the NFC Championship game two years in a row. They done got some high-priced defensive players for you. Drafted some pretty good rookies. Pro Bowl corner. Do your move now. Do your move. 
Speaking of quarterbacks, or are we talking about tight ends? I don't know. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was given a chance to earn a roster spot at tight end by the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> don't laugh, bro. don't laugh, don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's not funny, but that's the truth. That's what they did. They gave him, they gave him a, a shot. They gave him a shot. And I saw him blocking or trying to block. I ain't tried, I ain't put on football pads in 20 plus years. I could have made a better block than that. I could have attempted a better block than that. Both times. It's a shame and an embarrassment to those who play the game, who've played it at the highest level. You are telling me that this man, because I've been saying this since the, the news was announced. This man been out of football, for professional football, for eight years. Been doing hosting. He did The Bachelor. He he uh, played, what, minor league baseball. And now he going to come back and try to play tight end in the NFL? I mean, he was cut on Tuesday, but that motherfucker shouldn't have made it to the first game. He shouldn't have even been wasting these folks' time. Wasting the equipment manager's time. The water boy time. Nike time for pressing up a goddamn jersey. And the cons ought to be ashamed of themselves. I know it's a business move. They sold some jerseys. What the fuck for? For a motherfucker to be cut? Just so somebody can say, I got a Tim Tebow Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. The fuck you gonna do with that? Clean your feet, wipe your ass. The most privileged shit I saw was that. And Urban Meyer, you know, hey, he's 34. I mean, I don't know what else he can do, but hey, you know, you gotta talk to Tim about that. You all be ashamed of yourself. You had seven tight ends. He was eighth. Yeah, I know what I just said. He was eighth. You might as well have T.O. out there trying to play tight end or receiver. Hell, at least you know he can still probably catch a pass, make a block. Hell, he a Hall of Famer. Tim Tebow is what? He a college football Hall of Famer. I'm just glad this shit over with. I'm tired of hearing motherfuckers talk about it. I'm tired of addressing it. Tired of hearing Skip Bayless go on his goddamn show talking about he was a force to be reckoned with, a force of nature, and he did this and he did that. He had one really good game where Demarius Thomas caught a pass, caught a slant, and he kept going. He broke a tackle. Okay. Get over it. This shit is over with. He ain't played in eight years. What the fuck, man? Anyway, 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 anyway. Oh, I'm running my blood pressure up talking about this motherfucker, man. Tim Tebow. Oh. On to a different sport. I'm going to wrap the show up here in a minute. Again, I appreciate everybody listening, tuning in, taking the time out of your, your busy schedules to rock with me for a minute. 
But Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant have finally agreed to a fight coming November to unify the super middleweight titles. I'm excited. Caleb Plant has one of the super middleweight titles in 168. Canelo Alvarez has the other three. They're about to unify him. I'm putting my money on Caleb Plant. I know he's a big-time underdog, and that's what I like, a good old underdog. He's from Middle Tennessee, country ad boy. Moved out to Vegas, Cali, doing his thing. I got a chance to cover him last year when he brought when he brought the fight here to Nashville. Got a hat from him off his head. No bullshit. So, of course, I'm biased. <laughs> but he's a good fighter. I saw him dismantle Caleb Truex. He's a really good fighter, and he's an underdog. He's 21-0. Canelo only has one loss, and that's to Floyd Mayweather. So, yeah, I got Caleb planning this fight, and I'm taking not all betters. Uh, I'm just going to use the fan duel or bet MGM. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm doing. I, I can't do all that other, y'all. Y'all can have that fuck gonna be coming at me left and right. Hey man, you said you was nah get get the fuck on, man. Get the fuck on. But that's it. That's all I got for y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. Tuning in. Again, it's the BTSE 365 podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Oh yeah, shout out to Young B, Mr. 901. We working, man. We working. BTSE365. <laughs>